Hi, I'm Ryan Lynch. And I'm Amanda Johns. Welcome to season two of our weekly podcast, Worth the Work. Each week, we attempt to educate and reduce the stigma around issues related to therapy and mental health. We try to infuse humor in often difficult topics. And we stay authentic as we work to reinforce the reality that therapists are people too. This season, we'll be focusing on relationships. And not just the romantic ones. Let's do this. Let's go. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Amanda. Hey, did you notice that we did not put a show up last week? Well, as a matter of fact, I did. Yeah, it's it's been a rough couple of weeks in our world <laughs> with the second COVID vaccine and recovery from that and multiple snowstorms snowstorms in february yes just encapsulated in one word february so we apologize for not having a, an episode last week but to those who noticed yeah and if you didn't that's fine too okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we will endeavor to do better going forward yeah because therapists are people too <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was so ridiculous. I mean, we are. And I mean, it's, also it's not in our opener. Inaccurate. It's just funny. Yeah. It's almost like though when you were in school and you thought your teacher like lived at school, and then you yeah. found out that your teacher did not live at school, and she had a partner and sometimes children, mm -hmm. and it was like mind blowing. First time you see your teacher out of school, it's like what? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing for your therapist. Yeah. And it's and, and I will say it's kind of weird as a therapist when you're in the community and you mm -hmm. see a client because like you know so much about them but you're mm -hmm. not allowed to right. like go like oh my god hi it's so good to see you right you can respond but right. you can't initiate conversations initiate correct yeah so what are we talking about today well um, today continuing our relationship series we're going to talk about. Work wives and work husbands, or so work, encompassing work partners. Work spouse. Spouse partner, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have to be careful using the word partner because that's used in the business world for, like, people who partner and own businesses together, which is why I think, culturally speaking, people have connected to the term work spouse. Okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. So... I guess the first thing is to define what a work spouse is. That's, I think, very important. Yeah. Because some people might not know what that means. Yeah. So um, I'm going to actually just read a definition mm -hmm. um, in Wikipedia. because <laughs> The end-all, be-all of resources. Wikipedia knows everything. Um, but it's been defined as a special platonic friendship with a work colleague characterized by a close emotional bond, high levels of disclosure and support, and mutual trust, honesty, loyalty, and respect. Yeah, I would say for the most part, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to note that um, a work spouse can be same gender or yes. different gender. It doesn't have to be somebody. It can be somebody with no defined gender. It's not like you have to uh, specifically qualify in a right. heteronormative identified relationship hence why it's plat platonic and Correct. there's no sex yeah right? that's like really important and i think that's that's the part of the definition that we need to like really clarify yeah. is that 
A work spouse is not somebody that you are having an affair with. A work mm. spouse is somebody that you are completely platonic, which means just like friends. No sex, no anything that looks like sex, no What would that be? No romance. It's not okay, it's not fair. an it's not that type of intimate relationship. Right, because they're not replacing your partner. It's right. just or someone... replacing the idea of a partner. Fair, yeah. Because you don't have to be in a relationship to have a work husband or wife or spouse. Correct. You can just be a worker. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I guess employee was the right word, but you know. Yeah, but whatever. Tomato, tomato. (sighs) Tomato. So um, I found this article from CNN that has seven signs. It it says it's seven clear signs you might have a work spouse. Okay. So I feel like you and I already know the answer because duh. <laughs> you wish. Um, <laughs> but let's let's go over these okay. seven signs to see if we mm-hmm. would clarify qualify. As, oh, okay. Yeah, qualify. Thank you. As each other's work spouse. Okay. And, and I think it's also important to note that you can have more than one work spouse. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Just as an aside. Um, okay. So number one, you depend on a particular coworker for office supplies, snacks, and this is my favorite, an aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so what Ryan. you're talking about. I have never come into your office looking for Advil or any other. Office supplies or snacks. Or snacks. Got any cheeses? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any chocolate? <laughs> so yeah, um, I'd say on your end. Uh, now, now, now. When do I come? For, oh, you do bring me food. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. Frequently. But I sort of play the mom spouse in that I typically have the office supplies, the snacks, and the well, medication. Fair. So yeah. I just complain about the pain and the so lack of are, food. So you are indeed. A man. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. That was. Well, we're, we're not going to go into those gender roles yeah, just that yet. Was, that was for humor, not because we believe that. Okay. <laughs> Good clarification. <laughs> That's where the word clarify comes in. Okay, number two. There are inside jokes that you and a specific coworker share. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah yes. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Three. Otherwise, it wouldn't be an inside joke. Right. <laughs> Three, you can be bluntly honest with this person about his or her appearance, hygiene, or hair, and vice versa. You're comfortable enough to point out that the other person's hair is sticking up or that someone's fly is down. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, a little too blunt, but no, yes. No, I'm sorry. When I come in with bangs, you make it clear that you yeah, hate that's bangs. that's true. I mean, it's just a personal preference. It's right. not like I say you look hideous. Mm-hmm. I just say I hate bangs. Right. But there's other people that you would not say that to in the office. Oh, yeah, of course not. Right. Not so, a monster. And I have no qualms about telling you when yeah. you're wish, doing something. Wish you had a little bit. <laughs> obnoxious. I have no problem being bluntly honest with you. Okay. Um, number four. When something eventful happens at work, this coworker is the first person you seek out for a debriefing. Usually, yeah, yeah, usually. In, yeah, if we're around, that's pretty accurate. Something. Oh, take your FOMO and walk away. That's literally 
would just I know. increase my FOMO. That's the idea. Whatever. No, but seriously, like, yeah, unless we're not in the office on the same day, we normally are going to be the ones talking to each other first. Right. Okay. At breakfast, lunch, and coffee breaks, your closest coworker knows what to order for you and how you like your coffee and vice versa. Okay, pause. What's my McDonald's order? <laughs> the two cheeseburger meal, medium with a Coke. Yes. And what do I do with the second hamburger? Usually give it away to somebody. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I'd say. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, you and your coworker can finish each other's. Thoughts. Sentences. Oh, so close. How are you going to finish my thought if you don't know if I'm having it? Or do I? <laughs> okay, that was a joke, that people. That was so creepy. What? Or do I? I feel <laughs> your thoughts. <laughs> I give up. I quit. Yeah, so, yeah, I'd say we... Finish each other's sentences. Yeah. Um, and then the last one... This person knows almost as much about your personal life as your best friend or your real life spouse does. Mm, unfortunately. <laughs> you hate this. Yes. You hate this so much. Yes. But I mean, yes. I think it goes both ways. What? I know just as much oh, about yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say that, but yeah. I don't hate it as much as you do. Well, that's because you. Because I'm bluntly honest and I call mm, you out on things. Like to lord things over me. But that's yes. what people like about me, though. Is that <laughs> that's I... what people like about you? <laughs> is that when I know something about them, uh -huh. I will call them out and be like, "You're acting like this because of this," mm -hmm. and stop it. You don't like the shoe on the other foot, though, do that's, you? We're not talking about me right I now. I mean, we literally are. <laughs> yeah, that's not the way I do therapy. I feel, I feel like it should be pointed out that yes, the yes. way that I interact with friends is appropriately, Vastly different. Yes. appropriately so very different, mm -hmm. as you just finished my sentence. And that's what's funny is, you know, somebody who's listening to this, and, and I think about this all the time when we're recording the podcast, because you and I do it all the time where the other person will take a breath mm -hmm. and we'll like end whatever thought we think that they were about to have. Yeah, I got time to wait for you to finish your breath. Let's right. go. <laughs> and, and so many times it will look like we're interrupting yeah. or being rude and just like over talking them. But it's literally just our dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It's what we do in all of our conversations. And I don't mean anything by it or perceive anything yeah. by it. It's just how it just we do. It just is what it is. But I often, you know, my my own insecurities, because we all have them, I often wonder if people listening go, oh, my God, would she just be quiet and let him speak? Yeah, that's what I say every day. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh. <laughs> Okay. All right. So let's talk about. Well, so I think what? it's safe to say we are work spouses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Fair. I would not sleep with you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, there's bluntness and then there's rudeness and there is a difference. Don't lie to yourselves. <laughs> okay. So I figured out because I love my husband. And I'm in a committed marriage. It's just That's the why. way you said it. Because you're like my brother. I know. I'm just kidding. I don't yeah. want to sleep with you either. It's Great, just. Good. Now that we've got that out of the way. Maybe we should cut this part out. No. <laughs> 
staying in. Because now we're going to talk about the 10 reasons why it's good to have a work spouse. Okay. Um, so one of them that I think is really important is that, like, I feel like you and I understand each other's emotions because we're very similar. Mm-hmm. And the ways that we're not similar, we're capable of calling the other person out on it. So one positive is that your work spouse typically understands your emotions because they typically deal with feelings the same way that you do. <laughs> Fair. We both like to avoid feeling anything. At times, yes. At times, yeah. It's a true thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The next is your partner removes stress from the office world. <laughs> What do you think about that? They bring more fun to your daily life. Well, I think I'm on the fence about this one because there are days <laughs> when you do relax things and make it easier. And there like are when days. When you have a dance party? Okay, sure. But there are also days I want to beat my head into the wall. Oh, for sure. Same with, with me. And strangle you. Yeah, I would say it's the same. Not that I condone murder in any way. Well, I have a few examples. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but no, I think yeah, seriously, that, like, yeah, like for the most part, I do think we work well to reduce. Yeah, no, I stress. I would agree with that. It's it's usually very minor things that really. It's when do I have to crack the whip. <sighs> really, <laughs> really. Um. So another positive is. <laughs> It allows you to have an emotional release while you're in the office about whatever the thing is that's happening in the work environment that's causing you to have feelings. Um, and I think that historically, because you would, this is not the first time you and I have worked together. True. Um, and in my role at my previous job and in my role here, one thing that I have always thought was like really critical was that people feel like they have a safe place to dump their feelings um, when they're having them. So like um, if something just happens, <laughs> sorry, I think express is better than dump. No, sometimes you have to dump them. Sometimes you just need to like vomit them out. <laughs> that just really is what it is. Um, <laughs> anyway. And, uh, and, and so like if, Especially, I think, in our therapy world, if we've just had a really difficult session um, or a complicated case or an emotion got brought up from, like, countertransference. Because we have to make sure we don't carry that into our next session. Correct. And that we we hold it appropriately in the session that we just had. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes there's there's been lots of times where, you know, we've walked into each other's offices or, you know – one of my work spouses that I had at my old job mm-hmm. where we would walk into each other's offices and just sit and cry mm-hmm. or just sit and scream or just sit and have the emotional release that needed to be had in that moment. Or just sit in silence. Or just sit in silence. Right. Mm-hmm. And the importance of that is the that, that you don't – like the reason it's a positive is because you don't carry it home. Yeah. You know? That's very true. You get to, to get it out there. Mm-hmm. And it helps to keep that, you know, work-life balance. Um, they, uh, your work spouse tends to share the same views and values 
What do you think about that one? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. We tend to agree on most things. And yeah. I would imagine, I mean, it'd be hard. I think it'd be hard to be real close to somebody who didn't share at least a lot, a good portion of your values. Yeah. Not that everyone has to have the same view. And but, also, even when we don't have the same view on something, mm-hmm. I think we're able to talk about it without... It's not a point of contention. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't think either of us really are too scared that the other person is going to criticize us too much. I mean, we will criticize each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Make, you make me sound like such a jerk. People are going to be listening and be like, I don't want to be her friend. Yeah. <gasps> Just kidding. <laughs> but... My point being, you can discuss anything with that person, and even if you don't agree, or it's something that you're arguing over, you have the ability to find common ground. Sure. Or sure. You know, at least the ability to work through it. Well, and like, I think it would be, it would be a lie to say we haven't fought. Right? Oh my gosh. We've said that before. We have absolutely fought. And the difference is we usually don't hold grudges for very long. We usually- I don't. Oh, really? <laughs> So we're usually able to move past it in in a very short time. Except that one time. (sighs) Well, that's because you perceived something that wasn't happening. Mm. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. (laughs) We can pull in our other work spouse and ask them. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) That'll be a topic. That's called ganging up on someone. (laughs) That's healthy. That's one of those inside jokes that we referred to before. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I can't control myself. Clearly. Um, Okay. So they, your work spouse will often, like this is another positive, Mm -hmm. help you achieve goals and improve work performance. What do you think about this one, Ryan? I hate to admit it, but it is true. Why Um, is that, Ryan? Why do you have to say it like that? I'm, I'm just Amanda. asking. Amanda. I'm just asking a question. Well, because I think we often push each other when we're struggling and when yeah. we, you know, kind of hit a wall, whether it's in a motivation wall or like a difficult case wall, whatever it may be, you know, a lot of times the ones close to you are the ones that are also going to push you to right. get through it, to yeah. overcome it. To stop being a baby? Stop being a total jerk? <laughs> Both of those are accurate. <laughs> Fair. Um, okay. With <laughs> with a work spouse, mm-hmm. they sort of are stuck there, right? So one of the benefits is, like, for better or for worse, they're there. And okay, every work event that happens, you've got somebody that'll be there with you that you get along with. Yeah, so, for like, the most part. you know, if... What does that mean for the most part? Well, I'm saying like there are days when so they might be in meetings or be somewhere and not in the office that day or something. You but took that so literally. I think you took that so no, literally. No, it doesn't mean that every day they're there for worse. It just means in general. like The every, grudge is coming. <laughs> like every social event that the office has. Yes. You know that that person will be there, so you don't feel like you have to sit in a corner all by yourself, not having a good time, or talking to Wilbur from accounting. Don't blame Wilbur for this. <laughs> and I'm sure accountants are great. My daughter is a mathematician, as you guys learned in one of the yeah. previous podcasts. Somebody's got to be. It's not going to be us. <laughs> it's not going to be us at all. 
But it, it means that you have somebody that you get along with, yeah. that you like. Agreed. That can go to events, especially at events where um, you can't bring, you know, your like living world partner. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But in the death realm, you can bring anyone. <laughs> Live, living world partner. <laughs> oh, it's the shadow land. Apparently, we need another vacation. Oh my gosh, we do. Okay. Um, the other good thing is that, like, the the work partnership actually motivates and helps the work environment to be um, better for other employees. Yes. Um, the atmosphere is more comfortable mm-hmm. and jovial. Yeah, because often people find comfort in seeing that relationship, and it yeah. be as long as the obviously it's a healthy one, you know, seeing that and it being like a a reminder of camaraderie, right. I guess, for lack of a better word. Right. Um, another one is that um, when the job is stressful or when we have heavy caseloads or workloads for people <laughs> who aren't therapists, um, the work spouse is a really good asset in helping to um, like bring down burnout and crisis um, because you mm-hmm. have somebody there who's a support. You have somebody there who will very clearly tell you what they think like where I was going to say what you're doing wrong, but, but I feel so attacked right now But that like they can help you to yeah. identify the areas that you're making mistakes. Yeah. Um, they'll help you analyze sort of the pieces of what's going on. And from the therapy standpoint, you know, having a work spouse is really good because you can bounce off your thoughts about mm-hmm. a case and get their feedback and sort of their unbiased view. Yeah, often without judgment or ridicule. Right. Not always, but right. often. And and I think the work spouse typically knows, you know, they they typically know you well enough that they know when you're being um, ridiculous mm-hmm. and when you are genuinely stressed. need that assistance. Right, right. And and one thing that, you know, you and I are good at is calling each other out on when we are showing signs of burnout or mm-hmm. showing signs of like heading towards a crisis because we know each other well enough to identify the things that usually can be hidden from anybody else. And it's not because it's happening all the time. Right. Not at all. No, never. I came in today and you're like, your anxious energy is causing anxiety in the whole office. Well, it's true. Listen, I've got a lot on my plate. Hey, right now this week, organizing my house (laughs) because it's February. And that's what you do in February. <laughs> Apparently, I've been doing that month wrong for years. <laughs> the uh, another cool thing about having a work spouse is that it allows you to leave work at work, um, and it allows you to sort of separate from your work environment and go home and and have your relationships with your family and not have to bring all of your work into it. Um, because sort of like whatever was happening in the office, you were able to sort of commiserate with your work spouse and deal with it. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, there's some research that has shown that you're more satisfied when you have a work spouse at work, 
then you're not going to come home and have kick the dog syndrome. Do you know what kick the dog syndrome is? I do. Yeah. Do you want to tell everybody? Well, it's it's what they call displacement. Right. So it's when you're angry or frustrated about something and you come home and, you know, the first thing is the dog's there like wagging its tail, you know, jumping on you, ready to be excited and you're frustrated and you just want to be left alone and you kick the dog. Yeah. First of all, don't be a psychopath. <laughs> Second of all, what it is, is you're not angry at the dog. You know, you're angry about something else and you're taking it right. out on that. And, you know, obviously we use the dog as an example, but unfortunately people have used children, other people, all kinds of stuff. You know, you might come home and start a fight with your spouse that you're not really mad about, but you just want to argue because of what's going on at work or whatever. Right. So that can help minimize it. Yeah. And then finally, or maybe we could add more. I don't know, but we're stopping here at the positives. Yes. Um, <laughs> your your real partner doesn't have to listen to your awesome office <laughs> office gossip anymore. As much. I mean, you're still going to talk to them a little bit, I'm sure. But I okay. mean, all right. I'm sorry. I don't. A difference. So okay. So there's a difference between, and I'll I'll use my own relationship. So there's a difference between me going and like sharing with him things that have happened in the office and me like being stressed about something and completely like unloading on him and he can't do anything to help me. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, whereas you or my other work partners, work spouses, work spouse, I um, are really good at helping me to manage the situation because they understand the uniqueness of Mm -hmm. our job and they understand like all the factors where if I share something with him, there's like way too many questions. Mm -hmm. Um, because well, because they're not there. They're not right. They don't know the daily runnings and all that jazz. Right. Right. So, yeah. So those are, those are some positives. So because of that, we have to acknowledge that, you know, as with any relationship, it can be unhealthy. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about now. Yeah. So, you know, there's always that risk in some work relationships that it will cross the boundaries of platonic to no longer platonic. Um, And that can look like a physical affair. It can look like an emotional affair. Um, And so, you know, we would not be doing due diligence if we didn't talk about Mm -hmm. the signs that... Um, can occur when that relationship um, crosses boundaries. And I think the most obvious is that you um, start fantasizing Mm -hmm. or having uh, inappropriate sexual interactions with your work spouse. Like, to me, that's the most obvious, where if it's, like, (laughs) casual hand-holding or um, inappropriate sexual behavior, that is like ding, 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 inappropriate. Mm-hmm. If you are in a committed partnered relationship. Sure. And also, um, we just have to be aware because sometimes relationships at work are not the best idea. Well, I think there there's an extra complication to it. Can it work? Absolutely. Yep. But is it difficult? Yes. yes. Um, the other piece of it, too, is if you are finding yourself in a situation where um, – you're constantly sharing things unrelated to work mm-hmm. with your work spouse, but not with your actual partner. 
Sure. In life. Um, you know, if, if I was constantly coming to you and sharing everything with you and not telling my husband anything, mm -hmm. that would be a ginormous red flag. Um, but there's very little that I will say to you that I won't also say to him. And mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, if there's something that I'm not telling him, it's because it has nothing to do with him or mm -hmm. our marriage or our life. Right. And it just solely has to do with what's happening here. Outside, yeah. 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 Um, another one is hiding interactions that you have with your work part, your work spouse with mm -hmm. your in real life partner. Mm -hmm. why, why is that a problem? Well, it goes back to the honesty piece. And then what, what are you hiding? Why are you hiding it? And, you know, what is it that you can't share with your partner that you're afraid to? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reality of it is, is if you feel like you have to hide mm -hmm. your interactions with your work spouse, Either something's not right with your work spouse relationship or something ain't right with your in real life partner relationship. One or the other, yeah. But you know, it's a we, giant flag as well. Because we can talk about, you know, something we have to, I think, acknowledge is that jealousy is a thing. And it, it is possible for either side to become jealous of the outside partners or vice versa. And that's where the communication and the right. understanding and the uh, whatever word I'm looking for, transparency. Yeah. And, and you know, that's... You know, jealousy, like we've talked about before, jealousy is usually coming from a place of insecurity. Right. So if that's happening, then that means the person who's jealous is most likely feeling insecure about something. Right. So that's where that communication and that topic really is important to come in. Right. And the other thing, too, is if you're, like, thinking about your – that was a very long breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me for breathing. That was like – like a really long breath. I'll just do Lamaze breathing from now on. <laughs> really? Um, so the other one and the last one that, that we'll really talk about is um, if you find yourself thinking about your work spouse like a lot, um, especially again, the way that you would normally th like think about a romantic partner, that's that's a problem. Agreed. Agreed. If it becomes too much, that's where it's an issue. Right. So as we close out, mm -hmm. how has how do you think this has changed during the pandemic? Well, I think it's it's probably been very hard for people because you know uh, not everybody, but a majority of people, or at least a large portion have been forced to work from home for long periods of time. Um, you know, it, it changes the dynamic of the workplace. You know, it changes the dynamic of friendships in general. I mean, I, I, I see it with my clients. You know, I work with some teenagers and they say, you know, I don't know if I'm still friends with my friends right. because we really, I mean, we talk, but it's not the same, right? Because right? they haven't seen them in like a year. Um, now, obviously, things are starting to open up. People are starting to go back to work now. So, you know, but but during that time, oftentimes you lose that outlet of that person, of that work spouse. I mean, not everybody has a work spouse and I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. It's just something that is right. But I think because, 
you know, if you had that and then it's gone, then it's natural for your family life and your work life to get super enmeshed. Yeah. And that can be unhealthy in general. Well, and I'm also wondering if maybe for some people, because they've been spending so much time with their in real life partner, it opens the door for more work spouse relationships. I don't understand. I I know. (laughs) I don't get that. So basically what I'm saying is because you're around your in real life partner all the time, more so than maybe you used to be. And I'm wondering if that has caused there to be more work spouse relationships because it's a break. Yeah. Okay. Because it's something different. Yeah, that, and I think that's certainly that's, possible. That's where you have to look for these signs that it's not okay, even more. So. Right. So you know, keeping an eye on you know, is this a a negative or a positive? Right. Right. And what are these? What's the impact of it? Right. Okay. Well, that's it. The end. <laughs> do you have anything else to say on this topic? I do not. But I will say if you guys and people, and I, I say guys all the time, I really should not doing that. But anyway, if you folks would uh, have any questions, comments, concerns, don't hesitate to reach out to us. And, and where can they do that, Amanda? Well, it's a good thing that I have that information, right? Exactly. That's why I asked you. So they can find us on Instagram at worththework underscore. They can find us on Facebook at worththework with Amanda and Ryan. They can find us at our website at worththework.net. And they can find us through email at worththeworkcounseling at gmail.com. And we love listener feedback and input. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, Ryan. Well, Go ahead. I don't. I don't know why you said it that way. I was gonna say, stay tuned for next week. It will be exciting. Yeah. What are we hoping to talk about? Well, I believe next week we're going to talk about relationships and the different kinds of romantic relationships. So we're going to cover, you know, monogamous, open relationships, non-monogamous, polyamory. Kind of go over some of those terms and what they mean and what you know has developed and. Also, what has maybe been around for hundreds and thousands of years. Fair enough. Word. Okay. Well, with that being said, what should people remember, Ryan? That they are... Worth the work. Oh, you. Bye, guys. Bye.